Real quick, we have something fun for you. We created a free Feel Good 5 checklist. These are our five go-to why not turtle steps we implement on the regular to feel good every day. A turtle step to us is something you can easily do on your worst day that will move you towards the life of your dreams. We developed this podcast to feel good through self-help and community. And if you're ready to start feeling better, here's what you need to do. Go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. These are the best feel good tips we found and you're going to get so much value from them. Again, go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. Why not start feeling good today? What's up, Why Notters? Good morning. This is the Ask Ask Yourself Why Not Not podcast. The place you come and you stop asking yourself why. And you start asking yourself why not. Absolutely. This is Jayla. And this is Shay. Welcome, everybody. We have a wonderful guest with us. Yes, we have an awesome guest this morning. (laughs) This is Rachel Kerr of the Beauty Boost. Yes. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Does sound a little bit echoey. Maybe turn off your video. Sometimes, like, it interferes with the service. Let's see. Okay. That's much better. better. We're having some technical difficulties. Yes. Um, You guys have probably heard us talk about the Beauty Boost. Uh, We done it last year, and we'll be doing it the next couple weeks. Yeah. Right. Wow. We're like halfway through August. Yep. We did. Um, the beauty boost is Rachel's kind of baby child and we can talk a little bit more about that, but Rachel, did you want to, um, start us off today with a quote of the day? Something that kind of gives you a little bit of, um, clarity or inspiration. Sure, I have two of them. Um, One is super basic that a lot of people probably have heard, but I first heard it from Marie Forleo. She's a business coach, and I highly suggest watching her stuff. She has a lot of free content, but it's just simply that everything is figure-outable. Yeah. And then um, just when I'm feeling very stressed and overwhelmed, I just tell myself the mantra, there is time for everything. That's good. I listened to Marie's book that everything is figure-outable book and it is a really good mantra right Mm -hmm. and you did if you want to tell us a little bit about your background kind of where you're from um and then kind of take us through how you got to where you are today just briefly um so that way people will sort of understand a little bit more about you and then we can go a little bit yeah because you're from wheeling right yeah so i'm from wheeling with their Pretty much my whole um, childhood up until I was 18. Then I moved to Columbus for college, but I went to Steen Garage, Tridelphia, Wheeling Park. <clears throat> Still have the same exact best friends since like kindergarten from there. We're kind of all spread out now, but. I still go back pretty much every month because my grandparents are there. So I'm really close to my grandma and go back to see her. And I'm in Columbus. I think when Columbus people hear I'm from West Virginia, they think it's so far, but it's really just like a two hour <laughs> drive down 70. <laughs> um, 
Yep. So I really went to Audubon College, never thought I'd stay here. I went to LA for a little while and then still here in Columbus as of now. So this is where I've been. I'm 36 now, so I've been here for quite a while. What part of Columbus do you live in? And that is like more towards downtown. Is that right? Um, yeah. Okay. I'm actually in the heart of downtown right now um, at my Airbnb, but it's all pretty close together. Okay. Well, as Jayla mentioned, we met Rachel last summer um, on a whim. I think Brent had signed you up for the... Yeah, my boost. husband signed me up for it. And um, then I had a couple friends that I brought with me. We didn't know what to expect. So. Yeah, we didn't know what to expect or who Rachel was or even that she was from, um, you know, the Ohio Valley area. So it was great. It was a, it was your summer camp retreat and you have many retreats that you do, I think, throughout the country. But this is one that's like sort of in the Ohio Valley area. Mm -hmm. And so we met yeah. Rachel there and she had a really interesting story. Um, if you want to take us through like when I think it was 2015 is when you created the Beauty Boost, correct? Yeah, so um, for anyone listening that probably has no idea what it is, um, the Beauty Boost is a space for women to feel empowered, feel healthy, feel beautiful. That's our mission, and we try to execute that mission by putting on different events and experiences. So um, over the course of the year, there's typically events that range from like retreats, so it could be a weekend like you guys came to, or day retreat, Nexus fitness events, Nexus empowerment workshops, and Nexus socials, and I started it here in Columbus in 2015, um, but now we've expanded to about 18 cities and growing, uh, but I think the closest to Wheeling would be our Pittsburgh chapter, you know, just about 50 minutes, and Michelle runs and leads it there, and she's doing great with it. There's like one to three events every single month to choose from, but if wow. somebody's in a city where we don't exist, um, there's still lots of virtual options, like Virtuals are not our bread and butter. They're not the same as being in person, but they're still like the next best thing, I think. And a lot of like different resources we have for virtual um, that we send out an email every Monday to people. So, um, but anywho, my background was that I was working a ton of different corporate jobs. I, I graduated in 2008 from college. So this was before like work from home was a real big thing or freelancing was so well recognized or really any of that. I, I felt like at least from the world I lived in, the only option I saw was you go to college and get a job and um, sit at that desk all day, Yes, which I never felt very satisfied doing. None of my jobs were bad, really. Like, even up to my very last job I had before I went all in with the Beauty Boost was I still talked to all the people from there. I just played tennis with my old boss a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, it was, a, it was a good job. Like, all of them were fine. There's nothing really wrong, which made me really feel odd that I felt so restless and like something was missing. I felt guilty about it. Um, but I just never felt like excited or like it was for me. I wanted a big reason actually was I wanted to be able to come home to Wheeling to see my grandma and work remote because she isn't able to travel really anymore. And I just did not fathom why it mattered if I was at my desk or right. working remote or I'm not a very good person to like sit all day. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to be able to like go work out in the middle of the day if I wanted to. I just really have never um, resonated with like the rules if they don't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So it kind of started from more of a selfish standpoint, I guess, um, of just my personal longing to set up my life the way I wanted to. But 
I worked with a life coach. I didn't even really know what a life coach was at the time. Um, and she's still a huge part of the beauty goose today, which is cool to see. But Is it Kim? Then, yeah, Kim White. Yeah. Um, Love Kim. Went, yes, she's awesome. And then I went through Marie Forleo, who I mentioned earlier. She had a six-week program called B-School. It's kind of geared towards entrepreneurs. It's all online. And that hugely helped me. Um, and I got my yoga certification at the same time too. So I was like doing all these little things, these little touch points. And I didn't know what the end result would be. Well, Rachel, when you went through B school, did you have an idea of what you wanted to create or was it just kind of like, you were like, I know it's something, but I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I had an idea, but I thought I wanted like a brick and mortar. Um, so with beauty boost, we obviously don't have a brick and mortar for anyone listening. Like we work with different venues all over the city that we're in, like breweries, co-working spaces and cabins but with Marie Forleo's program I, I knew I wanted to have like a brick and mortar space I thought like a yoga and fitness on one side and then like a community center area on the other side but I knew it was still going to be like helping women geared towards women kind of hitting the same mission to help them feel empowered healthy beautiful but it has drastically obviously changed since I went through her mm -hmm. program yeah um, how did you like what when you how did you come to the idea of it yeah uh, working with Kim, I feel like at that time now, like living my seven years with the beauty booth and being surrounded by all these coaches we bring in and amazing women, it's like, how did I never, I almost forget who I was before. But mm -hmm. at the time with Kim, I had never stopped to think and ask myself questions like, what's my ideal day? Where do I thrive? Yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And I worked, it wasn't like I went to one session with her and then it was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with my life. Um, right. But, you know, it's over the course of months, and she helped me just kind of hone in on more and more where my skill sets were, what problem was I solving, what was I hearing from women that they needed, and then what would I enjoy. Um, and I didn't know at the time either, like, financially how to make it work mm -hmm. or any of that, but I, I did start small, and I just kept moving forward. So we started with a – this was before Instagram was around – um, so I started with a website and Facebook. Mm -hmm. I relied heavily on Facebook. And then I just did a ton of free um, events the first year to show women, like, what it was, um, help them meet other women, get their emails, and then they kept coming back for more and more. So I started, actually, our first event ever was a weekend retreat getaway at Hawking Hills, Ohio. Yeah, and that's had, like, cute there. Yeah, we had like 12 people. I, I made like $200 and I thought it was like the most amazing thing in the world. Um, I just didn't want to lose money. And the feedback though was like what was so powerful. So many women were like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed, yada, yada. And it just kind of evolved and grew from there. Um, but I was really consistent the first year. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you just kind of were still working in the corporate world and still kind of trying to structure this and figure it out. Yeah. So I wasn't somebody that like, I've always, um, like I paid for college myself. I've worked since I was 15. You know, I, I've always like worked. Um, so I didn't, I was very cautious about money. Um, but I do think that you can't stay very, the same comfort level and then change your life. I think you gotta give it ebb and flow a bit mm -hmm. so I did get uncomfortable but um, I worked my full-time corporate job for the first year and a half two years or so 
And then I kind of took like a baby step down to do a part-time job that was half my salary with no benefits, but then still taught, I was teaching yoga and doing a little freelance work. And then as babies grew, I would drop some yoga classes. And as babies grew, I dropped my part-time job and it just continued. Um, I was full, full force, beauty boost only by year three. That's amazing. That is amazing. And financially, you've probably exceeded your expectations. For sure, yes. <laughs> okay. I think that's the thing for a lot of us is maybe taking the time to, like like you said, to work with a life coach and figure out, like, what it is you you are good at, like, naturally, or how, how do you want to structure your day? I think that's, like, the, the biggest issue with people, too. We always yeah. do what we're supposed to do. But we never, even when you ask yourself, like, what do I want to do? I don't think people can really answer that or question Or what am I good lot. at? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think sometimes you can have, like, a huge passion and it doesn't have to be your day job. Like, I was in a wedding over the weekend and the makeup artist um, loves doing makeup and she's booked every Saturday of the year. And she's a Spanish teacher during the day. Mm-hmm. And she... Spanish teacher job is okay, but it, like, allows her to live the life she wants with her husband but then her outlet is doing the makeup and it could grow. She doesn't know at the time, but I think it can be both ways. You know, like I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves. Like they have to live their purpose, their passion, their dream. But I think as long as you're living authentically to what fills you um, and getting that outlet somewhere, mm-hmm. then you just kind of got to decide if you, which route you want to go. Where you want to put your energy. Yep. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Cause a couple of my friends we were talking to in the corporate world, Sometimes it can get like mundane or whatever it is, but I, I'm, I have sort of realized what you have said too. It's like, if you're not getting your passion or your like energy from your day to day job, you sort of got to find it somewhere else, like find something else that fills you up. Mm -hmm. So that way it's not like your, your whole day, you know, is spent in this like mundane environment. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So Jayla and I were curious how, like, how do you feel like it has evolved, like, from your first retreat that you've done to what you're doing now? Like, what would you say you're most proud of or, you <laughs> It's know? evolved so much. I feel like it's literally now evolving, like, literally week by week. Um, but the first, you know, when I first started it, I was so excited. And I just thought it would always be in Columbus. I never really thought bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And then around year three, I would say it seemed like all within the same month, women were reaching out in various cities, whether they saw us on Instagram or like our sister lived in Columbus and came to an event or however they found it. They were asking if it was in their city or could I recommend something similar, which got the wheels turning to expand to other cities. Um, and we started with like close by cities to Columbus, like Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland. And we were in five cities. Um, in the December, right before COVID. And then three months later, by March, we were in 17 cities and it happened very organically. Like, um, we didn't seek out people necessarily. Now, when you say we, do you have like a, like a business person that takes care of your business or finances or anything? Um, it's mainly me. We've had a series of interns and then I do have a freelancer, um, and all that to say, as we've evolved, 
page, each city has a different owner of that city and somebody that runs their city, but we all work very closely collectively together. Paige runs and owns the BDB Cincinnati and she's been hugely helpful in all aspects. So she and I kind of tag team run the beauty boost overall like home office aspects together now Mm. she still runs Cincinnati independently and I still run Columbus independently for now um but in terms of it's just like my whole job drastically changed because I really was focused on just running Columbus and now it's you know um team chats with every single person on my team every week helping to support them from home office standpoint we take care of a lot for every city owner so that they can really just focus on their city and building those relationships um and even this year it's continued to grow and change you're asking like how it's changed um now we have we're focusing on like national sponsors brands that align and just more now that we have much more of the foundation of the back end put together which you know when you grow that fast it's people congratulate you a lot but also you're like peeing your pants because you're just yeah. not prepared trying so to now, scale it like we're mm-hmm. in a, a very good spot to be able to grow um so now focusing on actually trying to expand to other cities when when you have um like the other cities so like pittsburgh if somebody wanted to connect with the beauty boost in pittsburgh what would be the way that they would do that yeah, um, I always say, first and foremost, sign up for the email. Um, I'm not like a big email subscriber, but we just send a once a week Monday events and happening email out with some blog content to it to help better life. Um, and that has like a list of all the cities and their events okay. on there. It's like a sure way to know you're going to get it. But if you're like, oh, absolutely not, I don't want any emails, you could. we have a different Instagram handle for every city. So the Beauty Boost Pittsburgh would be the best way, the second best way to follow. Okay. Got it with that. And then when you have your, um, like your chapter, the people that run the different chapters, is it somebody that just came to you and said, Hey, I want to start this in Pittsburgh. Or did you like take applications and say, you know, we're going to do it in this city? Yeah. Yes. And no. Um, so it's a franchise model. We're not like, um, we're not an MLM and we're not a franchise, like a, I'm just making this up, but like an Orange Theory Fitness brick and mortar where it might be like a couple hundred thousand dollars to buy in. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. So I feel like it's generally the best of all worlds for that city owner, um, whether women just want, normally we look for someone who's like 50% passion. They love this. They you know, already live and breathe this lifestyle. They're a leader and that they're like growth mindset, money motivated because it is a business. And those two traits normally go very well together. Uh, but it's very, it can be very on the side for women who just want that personal outlet and also really good financial income. Um, or they can grow it to be their full-time job as well. If you know, if it's the right person, Yeah. but it's all, it's all happened by women. Yes. Reaching out or a friend of a friend. We just signed on, for example, Richmond, Virginia this past week. And she found out about us through one of my vendors in Columbus, Belinda, who's been telling her, you've got to bring this to Richmond for like a year. And finally she was ready. But it isn't like somebody just comes to us and like, hey, I want to start this. And we say, okay, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, like we go through an interview process. There's tons of, there's a put together training program, continued coaching, back end um, system set up for them, a whole shebang of things. Why don't you kind of explain like a typical weekend at a beauty booth so people really know what it is? Because we know what it is because we've been there and I know it's geared toward, you know, 
women and feeling good and um, but kind of walk through a weekend on what a beauty boost would look like if someone would want to attend yeah so there's four categories of events retreats fitness empowerment workshops and socials I feel like hit different pieces and I kind of think of the beauty boost like inner beauty full circle health and wellness to get as much or as little as you need based on where you're at in life but the socials are awesome because I think literally having fun with friends helps your health um and a lot of like you have a chef there as well which is cool yeah the weekend retreat so this is just like a social event so our socials are like a two-hour event Mm. um our empowerment workshops are normally something that helps women feel more connected to their purpose their passion their soul so we could do like vision board events or team up with a manifestation coach Mm -hmm. um fitness events could be as small as a little fitness meetup out in the park with 15 women or as big as some of our signature fitness events that we put on with a couple hundred women. And then lastly, retreats, which is what you all came to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a weekend. It is not a fitness retreat. It is not a yoga retreat. Um, but there are elements of that. So it's basically pretty laid back. It's it's just there for the everyday woman. It's Friday evening, like 6 p.m. or so through Sunday, late morning, early afternoon. And it's meant to be a la carte so you could we've had women come and not do a single workout they come and they want to sleep in because they never get to and that's great we have some women come and do every single thing on the itinerary it's really built around them but no matter we have a lot of women that have been on like eight of our retreats now they just keep coming back and you'll always get something different but we always have a personal chef um cocktails mocktails uh empowerment coaching which i think is the greatest value we team up with a coach um a variety of fitness classes yes there will be yoga but there also might be like pilates or boot camp and then it just depends on the season but it could be we've had ones with pools um zip lining paddle boarding hiking you know uh, it just kind of depends on the season and which location we're at but um those various elements and really we have women when I first started I thought you know everybody would come with a friend or a friend group kind of like you guys but we literally have at least 50% of every retreat now women come solo where they don't know a single person that's awesome I think it's definitely having gone to one it is something that you could do that very easily because everybody that's there is is a little bit like you yeah yeah like they're a little bit curious about self-growth and self-improvement and fitness and adventure and all that stuff so you could easily make friends um you know if you went by yourself I could see how that would happen very easily what would you say would be your like best business tip for somebody that's like you know I I've been doing this corporate gig for x amount of years and I I want my life to look a little different but I'm not sure where to begin what would you say would be like your best business tip um, if I had to narrow it down to one singular thing, it would be to work with a coach. But like anything, there's tons of people that have that title. And I think just finding the, just like therapy, you have to find the right person mm-hmm. for you. Um, and then if I didn't have to niche it down to one singular thing, I kind of think of it as like a pie chart. And each slice of the pie is equally important. So it's like one is surrounding yourself with people that support you and want you to grow. And maybe people that are also doing their own thing like other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, too it's like taking care of your mind is like the biggest thing like we all we all can do things but I think whether we're limited by our mindset or pushed by our mindset which can be hard but if you're not doing things to 
fuel your mind. It's very, very challenging to get out of your comfort zone. And physical health, for sure, too. Like, you have to feel good Mm -hmm. to be able to have this energy to do these things. Um, And then working with a coach or self-development, like reading the books, listening to the podcast like this. Um, So just kind of like those pieces all going together. Mm Mm-hmm. When you said taking care of your mind, Jayla and I were, we just listened to this podcast and it was with, um, was it Steve Harvey? Is that who it was? I can't I remember. Th- I don't know. I, I, I sent you a bunch of them, so I'm not sure. But it was about um, taking four hours a day to become an expert in something. And he was like, and most people won't do it mm-hmm. because, you know, they're, we mindlessly, you know, scroll social media or watch Netflix or whatever time wasters it is that we do. But if we could find a way in our day to like squeeze extra time in towards, like you said, mindset work or physical movement or whatever that is, you'll naturally become an expert in that area. Yeah. That's kind of what he was saying. Hello? Did we? Yeah. <laughs> there you are. No, I was listening. I agree. <laughs> I'm like, hello? Does that make sense? Yeah. What is your number one um, like mindset trick? Like how do you keep your mind healthy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a series of things, but like my first year before I launched the Beauty Boost, I really did. I did before I did Marie Forleo's B School. I just watched. I'm like very cheap. Um, all my friends laugh about it, but I watched all her free content and just. I told myself I was doing like a mental cleanse, and every day, like mm-hmm. getting ready for work or whatever. She has like quick five minute videos or interviews with people mm-hmm. or whatever. I was just, like, absorbing and trying to take it to reprogram my mind. But you could do that with a series of podcasts, um, reading books, taking walks and just thinking. If you pray, um, journaling. I've gotten back into journaling this year, and it's been, like, really hugely helpful. So I think it's just, like, it's just constant and figuring out what works for you and then building healthy habits and routines and structure kind of around it so that you're consistent with it. That is so good. I I like what you said about the content. I think that's what's changed our lives too, Jayla, is just taking like the time that we have as sales reps in the car and learning and instead of like listening to gossipy stuff, you know, even if you don't have like a full half hour, there's some, there's a quote of the day. That's a podcast that I listen to and he just does little snippets. Mm -hmm. And if I just can't bring myself to focus on something like even a half hour, I'll just listen to those just over and over like Mm -hmm. different ones because they just like hit main topics and yeah. It's really helped my brain. I like brain. the courses, too. Like, there's so many micro courses you can mm-hmm. take on anything. Um, and so I think that's really good tips as well. Do you, Would you say, like, I know with Marie Forleo, they talk about, like, building your, like, email lists and stuff like that. Did that, was that something you focused on or did that happen organically? For sure. Um, I actually just talked about this yesterday. So she really teaches... Um, that emails like trump everything that while yes you still want to grow your Instagram or whatever social media outlets your target audience focuses on mm-hmm. like that could be obsolete or I have so many friends um, in business right now this past year who only had an Instagram and like for example a clothing girl she was killing it and she was only taking orders through Instagram and Venmo and then her Instagram got hacked and so she didn't have any contact info of any person Mm -hmm. um and not to say like that she can't come back from it but it's just more challenging so and with instagram or those social outlets 
just because you have like, I'm just making this up, a thousand followers, not all thousand people are going to see what you post out every day. So with email, Marie Forleo teaches, while it could be obsolete one day, right now it's not, and it just kind of is a better way to communicate with your people. Jenna Kutcher really yes. talks about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I would, and she, you know, you want like, for me, I want like real people. Right. I, I don't care about huge numbers. I care about like real women that actually want this content. Um, and that's why that first year I did do a lot free, but I still was having them if they wanted to add their email to our Monday email blast and, um, started growing it that way. Because if you just launch something and you have nobody to launch to or to send stuff to, then, you know, it's kind of challenging to grow that way. Yep. So you have to True. You create your community of like real listeners, real, Mm -hmm. you know, your market. Yeah. Your market. Well, we always end our podcast with like a why not of the day. Um, and we can go first just to kind of help you um, come up with yours. But I thought this was a great conversation. Do you have any why nots of the day, Jayla? Why not take the chance? That's very good. Mm-hmm. I would say why not do those little five-minute snippets in the morning when you're getting ready of something that you're interested in and start learning more about that. Sneak in that extra time. How about you, Rachel? Um, I guess since this is kind of surrounded by people kind of exploring what they want to do and try it out, I would just, I actually do always ask myself in a different version of that question, like what's the worst that could happen? Or mm-hmm. I guess we'll say why not, but why not just try out that thing that has been in your mind or your heart and, you know, mm-hmm. how would you feel in 50 years if you hadn't tried it? Like what, what is the... Um, feeling you'd have if you hadn't tried it first trying it even if it fails so yeah I think that's huge and if you go to an event like a beauty boost event you you would get connected with coaches and you know it's just kind of that snowball effect where it's Mm -hmm. like okay this whatever you need yeah whatever you need and you're like okay I feel good with this person I'm maybe I'll like push myself there I think a lot of people like like you and myself will use the excuse of maybe money like oh I don't know if I want to spend that on that but the reality is is like we have to kind of look at our mind and our health differently. Like whatever it takes, I sort of feel like financially to mm-hmm. help yourself mindset wise and physical wise. Why not do that? You know, yep. versus don't be afraid of failure or success. Be afraid of regret. Exactly. Yeah. So I like that quote. I heard yeah. this weekend. We so appreciate. So if people want to connect with you, Rachel, um, or your, your yeah. company, the beauty boost, what would be the best way for them to do that? Yeah, um, my I'm like an open book. My cell phone and my email is on the website, uh, beautyboost.net. And you can email me, call, text, um, or just sign up for our emails. Thebeautyboost.net. We will put that in the show notes as well. Um, and we just so appreciate you taking the time to come on. And I know I'm inspired Absolutely. by our conversation today. I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to some Marie Forleo. I used to listen to her back in the day, and I ha- I kind of fell out a little bit. I'll have to look her up again. She's good. I actually said to Shay this morning that I'm going to start an experiment where I'm in my car, and I'm not going to listen to music. I'm either going to listen to a podcast, some motivational like speeches, a, a book, book mm-hmm. or I'm going to be in silence. Yep. That's a good challenge. We were talking too, like a lot of the stuff that we want to say that, that we know doesn't make us feel good, but we still do it on the regular. It's just a habit, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to like sort of change that habit into something else that you know will make you feel good. And eventually 
the old habit will go away. Yeah. For sure. So that's that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This is the Ask Yourself yourself Why Not Not Podcast. If you guys want to join our community as well, you can go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. And you can click start here. You can get our Feel Good 5 checklist, which is our proven tools. For feeling good. Yeah. And then you can get our... um, episode sent directly to your yep just by putting your email in you can get our episodes sent directly to you yep so that's that thank you all for listening have a great day bye-bye if you enjoyed listening to this episode share it with a friend or give us a great review yes and also if you have an idea for a show please share it with us we really love to know what our community um thinks about the episodes that we're creating as well. Yeah, what our listeners are enjoying listening to. Yeah, that really helps us create better content for you. Yeah, absolutely. As always, thank you for listening to the Ask Ask Yourself Yourself Why Not Podcast. podcast.